Hey everyone, it's Cheryl and Tony. Buckle up for this Friday morning edition of the Disney Drive Time Podcast. How are you? Doing good. Good. Let's talk about our weather. We skipped spring and went right, right into, into summer, summer today. Just for this week. Yeah. It's like 800 degrees today. It's so hot. I had to turn the air conditioner on in the bedroom. But that's all right because we're supposed to be back down to 60 by Monday. So, yeah. So uh, back to spring. Yep. Uh, and you know where it's warm? Hawaii. Hawaii. Okay. Uh, in the Disney Parks blog, uh, they don't want you to miss ABC's American Idol. They are going to be filming at Olani. That's right. Uh, not only have they filmed, but it will be airing on Sunday, April 16th and Monday, April 17th at 8 p.m. on your ABC network. And it will be available the following day on Hulu. Um, and uh, they will be in front of a live audience. Okay, so, cool. Good times. Some new details have been revealed for Tiana's Bayou Adventure. That's right. Apparently, Mama Odie is going to be the catalyst to the magic that occurs during the ride. Uh, she, of course, if you may remember from the film, is the 200-year-old Bayou Fairy Godmother uh, with her seeing-eye snake Juju. Okay. Uh, so she will be in the ride along with many new animatronics. They did release some... Um, Artist's conception today uh, and some details that there will be a brand new cast of original characters with distinct names and personalities. There will be new dozens of new audio animatronic figures. Uh, there will be adorable critters bringing the diverse flavors of musical gumbo found in New Orleans. And, uh, of course, you know, we'll be getting Prince Naveen, Louis, uh, and Princess Tiana. Uh, as well as, uh, you know, other characters from the movie. And the official news was announced also uh, that Splash Mountain at Disneyland will be closed starting May 31st of this year. To transform it into Tiana's place? Tiana's place, <laughs> correct. As we know, the 25th anniversary of Disney's Animal Kingdom is coming up, and there's some reasons to get excited. That's right. It's rapidly approaching on April 22nd, which also happens to be Earth Day. And uh, the Parks blog wants to give you four reasons to get excited for that. One, of course, merchandise. Yeah, oh, I'm always excited by merchandise. Two, commemorative menu offerings. Well, I am always excited about food. That's not sarcasm. Yeah, if I can find a good cupcake, that's all I'm looking for. Right. Um, they also want people to know that they are bringing some special photo pass opportunities to the park. Uh, they will have magic shots and more. And they will also have uh, a 25th anniversary sign available to do photos with. And then they want people to explore commemorative wilderness experiences. Uh, they will have the animation experience at Conservation Station with special uh, features that during the anniversary week. Wilderness explorers will have the opportunity to earn a special badge. Uh, and uh, that's all going to take place the week of the 25th anniversary uh, around April 22nd. So right. good times in the Animal Kingdom. Great. Disneyland Paris has revealed some new updates for 2023. That's right. They're getting a lot of Pixar in Paris. Okay. Uh, over in Disneyland Park, uh, Pizzeria Bella Note is going to get a room inspired by the Disney Pixar film Luca. And their Mexican-themed restaurant Fuento del Oro in Frontierland will be transformed into Casa de Coco Restaurante de Familia. Um, they're also going to be putting in Walt Disney Studios Park uh, a... Uh, a transformation in Toon Plaza, uh, and it's going to become an immersive experience that pays tribute to the Pixar films. Uh, they're also going to be uh, creating a new show called Together, a Pixar Musical Adventure. That's a 30-minute show in both French and English, and it's going to draw from fan-favorite movies such as Toy Story, Monsters, Monsters, Inc., and more. Um, they are reopening It's a Small World. Uh, they have enhanced 
uh, some iconic attractions there. They've refreshed more than 300 dolls, animal figurines, and animated accessories. And uh, let's see. Um, they've also refurbished Le Mysteries de Nautilus. You may know that as the submarine ride. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they have had a complete refresh there. And then beginning on October 16th, uh, they're going to have Disney's 100th anniversary. So Paris will be getting in on the 100th anniversary as well while they wrap up the conclusion of their 30, uh, 30th anniversary celebration. Good. So lots of stuff going on in Paris. Disney is running an Adventures by Disney Arctic Expedition cruise that Joe Rohde is going to join in on. That's right. Former Imagineer Joe Rohde is going to join Adventures by Disney on this adventure from July 10th through 19th. Uh, It is an Arctic Expedition cruise, uh, and during the cruise, he will share uh, insight in his 40-year career and talk about how travel played a significant role in his creative process. Uh, You may know Joe Rohde. Uh, from the Imagineering series on Disney. And if you're a Disney fan, you know he's responsible for Pandora, Aulani, uh, the Adventurers Club, uh, all sorts of stuff in Epcot and Animal right. Kingdom. He's primarily Animal mostly Kingdom. responsible yeah. for 90% of the Animal Kingdom park. Um, and uh, yeah, so if you're, uh, if you've got like, you know, $600,000. I can't imagine, spare, right? I can't imagine how much that's going to cost. Yeah, they do let people know in this story that there are still uh, slots available. Not for long. It must be very expensive. Yes. Disneyland After Dark is celebrating the first Pride Night of the year on June 13th. Uh, Not just of the year, but it is the first Pride Night at Disneyland Resort. Oh, really? Uh, They are doing it uh, June 13th and 15th. It is a separately ticketed event that celebrates the LGBTQIA plus community and allies. Uh, it is uh, an after-hours event with unique Disney characters, one-of-a-kind photo opportunities, special menu items, event merchandise, and more. There is a three-hour pre-party mix-in from 6 to 9 p.m. Uh, at 9 p.m., the park closes to just uh, Disneyland After Dark uh, guests, uh, and the park will be open until 1 a.m. Pacific time. And uh, you do not need a park reservation for that. So I guess every um, – uh, what am I trying to say? Every like Pride Night thing that they've done before, or like Gay Days, that was all um, that was all non-official, like non-official third-party type stuff. Gotcha. Uh, tickets will go on sale for Magic Key holders beginning April 18th, and to the general public on April 20th. The Epcot International Food and Wine Festival has an opening date. It's going to be July 27th. That's right. The 2023 Epcot International Food and Wine Festival presented by Corksicle will open on July 27th and run through November 18th. There will be more than 25 global marketplaces throughout the park. Um, They will have uh, Emile's Fromage Montage, which is a way to taste uh, cheese dishes from around the world. You get a festival passport and can purchase any five cheese dishes. Once you collected five stamps, you get a sweet treat from Corksicle. Uh, they'll also be bringing back the Remy's Ratatouille Hide and, Se- hide and Squeak, uh, which is a uh, essentially a scavenger hunt looking for Remy throughout the world showcase and global marketplaces. And then to celebrate Halloween, you can partake in Pluto's Pumpkin Pursuit, which is a special pumpkin scavenger hunt from September 29th through October 31st. Of course, what would the Food and Wine Festival be without the popular Eat to the Beat concert series that this year is going to be presented by the Florida Blue Medicare Group at American Gardens Theater? Uh, And there will be more details coming out soon. Okay, good. 
Wraps up news from the parks blog, so let's head on over to Disneyland. All right. Um, Dumbo the Flying Elephant Ride is going uh, undergoing a brief refurbishment. That's right. Dumbo is currently not flying. He has been grounded. They are removing a Dumbo topiary from out front. Uh, and while they're doing that, they have put barriers up around uh, the elephants. So you cannot see the water features or the inner mechanisms of the attraction. So it uh, should be open up very soon. It is supposed to be a, a very quick refurb. All right. The marquee signage has been updated at the Hyperion Theater. Um, it now announces uh, Rogers the Musical. That's right. Rogers the Musical is on one side, and on the other two sides of the marquee, it says, I can do this all day, which, of course, is one of Captain America's uh, catchphrases throughout the Marvel series. Now that we're all caught up in California, let's fly across the country and head on over to Florida. All right. More updates on Tiana's Bayou Adventure, where they have uh, installed welding curtains. That's right. Welding curtains are in place as they begin to close up some of the holes that they have cut. And uh, I guess that involves welding. I guess. Yeah. A big number 100 has been added to the Magic Kingdom entrance planter. That's right. The entrance planter is the large uh, flower-shaped Mickey out in front of the train station. Uh, and, uh, you know, they're now spreading the 100th celebration in Florida. So uh, we've got that to uh, look forward to. And, of course, as they start putting up the 100th anniversary stuff, they're taking down the 50th anniversary uh, decorations. And they have removed the first set of bunting uh, from Cinderella Castle in Magic Kingdom. All right. Getting back to normal. And part of that getting back to normal also involves the clock on Main Street USA returning to its pre-50th anniversary design. So now it's black, back to being just a uh, plain clock instead of a clock with uh, a golden, golden, what would you call it? I don't know. Uh, I don't know what you're talking about. Iridescent. Well, it had an iridescent gold ring around the outside of it to celebrate the 50 years. Adorned in gold. It is adorned no longer in adorned in gold. There you go. You know who should be adorned in gold? Uh, Chippendale. No, you. Oh, that's sweet. Uh, I said Chippendale because our next story is about the Garden Grill Breakfast, which um, we talked about coming back. Now we have um, a menu and some pricing. That's right. The uh, meal, the breakfast will be back beginning June 14th. Uh, the breakfast for adults is $42 plus tax and gratuity, $27 for children. Uh, do you want to go over the menu? Sure. They're going to have a cinnamon breakfast loaf, scrambled eggs, smoked bacon, Mickey-shaped waffles with syrup, seasonal fruit, cheesy potato casserole, and grilled flank steak with ranchero sauce. You know one thing I've learned? What? They don't serve real maple syrup. They do not. So no. you, are, you are kind of a syrup snob. Yeah. Well, you I do don't know like if it's a snob thing. It's like if you're going to call it maple syrup – Right. It should actually be maple syrup. maple syrup. Yeah, so you bring your own. I do. Uh, and uh, we had an experience on the cruise line where we tried to get maple syrup, and they brought just like, you know, regular like Mrs. Butterworth's or whatever it was. Yeah. And uh, you actually had to explain to our waiter that that is not real maple syrup. Right. Well, that was at the high-end uh, specialty restaurant. Mm -hmm. That was at Palo. If we yeah. were in one of the regular dining rooms, if you're at the buffet, I never expect to see – you know, real maple syrup. Right. So in this situation, I felt they should have known better. Bougie Cheryl. It is a little bit, yeah. The new Disney World road signs um, have been activated near Epcot and Disney Springs. That's right. This is big news because there are digital electronic road signs uh, that can actually light up and change and uh, 
you know, they're not just standard signs anymore. So like if somebody wants to screw with you, they can try to send you in the wrong direction for yes, Epcot? Yes, they could do that. Perfect. Um, it's part of a new digital signage uh, initiative uh, that they're going to be doing throughout the Walt Disney World Resort. Of course, that is if Governor DeSantis does not have his way where he won't tell anyone where anything is so they can't <laughs> go visit it. All right. Uh, there is a new limited edition um pin set that has been released. This is a D23 set. That's right. This will actually be released to D23 Gold members on April 18th. It is an exclusive five-pin set celebrating the uh, 25th anniversary of Epcot and the five pins. You mean Animal Kingdom. Animal Kingdom, yes. I'm sorry. Uh, the five pins represent the park's different lands. There is a Carnotaurus for Dinoland USA, a Yeti for Asia, a Giraffe for Africa, a Banshee for Pandora, and the Tree of Life for Discovery Island. The pins are all gold and black, and the Tree of Life features a 25 logo celebrating the anniversary. There will be a limited number of 1,000, uh, and they will be released at 8 a.m. Pacific's time on Tuesday, April 18th on Shop Disney. All right. At the Grand Floridian in the Sago Key uh, building, they have installed some new stairs and removed the roofing. There you go. That's part of the refurbishment of the building, uh, and uh, Shell's covered it all. All right, good. Hey, what's going on in the world of D23? Let's see. Um, the ticket pricing and the first panel details have been announced for the uh, Destination D23 uh, event. That's right. Destination D23, uh, D23 being the official Disney fan club. They are holding this year's D23 at the Walt Disney World Resort, September 8th through 10th. It is presented by Lug. I don't know who <laughs> Lug are uh, or is. Uh, it's going to take place at the Contemporary Resort. General admission is $329 uh, plus a $7 processing fee. Preferred admission is $549. Uh, and uh, you will be guaranteed seats at all D23 panels and presentations. You will get a uh, members uh, Mickey's of Glendale members exclusive pop-up shop, members exclusive Walt Disney Company store pop-up shop, member exclusive ink and paint marketplace, a special exhibit from the Walt Disney World Archives, commemorative gifts, including a pin lanyard credential and a gift bag created specifically for the event. Uh, this year, they're going to be celebrating, of course, 100 years of the Walt Disney Company. So uh, if you're headed to D23 in September, it's going to cost you. <laughs> and I thought, you know, we haven't looked around uh, the globe in a while in a while to see what's going on in the other parks. So uh, what do we have going on? Uh, let's see. At Tokyo Disneyland, a new Disney Harmony in Color daytime parade has debuted. That's right. This is part of the Tokyo Disneyland 40th anniversary celebration. Uh, they have new uh, units in this daytime parade uh, related to Zootopia Up, Moana Coco, Big Hero 6, and more. Uh, and it is very rainbowy. Um, it's pretty. It is. It uh, celebrates a world of colorful dreams. And you know what else they're doing there? They're also decorating their castle uh, for the 40th anniversary. Now, the one difference between their Cinderella Castle and Cinderella Castle in Florida mm. is that they only decorate the front two turrets and the middle section. Okay, that so sounds reasonable. it's a little more scaled down than they do in They probably Florida. have to use much less crane time. That is true. Um, but you know what they do do what in, do they, in What Tokyo? do they do do? Um, you know how Disney has started limiting the number of items that people can buy when they go into the stores to prevent reselling? Yeah. Um, there are guests who are going through the Tokyo Disney Resort using realistic fake babies uh, <laughs> that they carry with them 
uh, and either put them in strollers or prop them up next to them so that it appears that they have an extra person so that they can buy additional items. Does a baby count as an extra person? I guess it does, technically. Not anymore. It's not going to. Yeah, that's true. They're going to have to start pinching all the babies to make sure they're real. No, they're going to start saying you have to be at least over the age of like eight to qualify or something. I wouldn't doubt that. And uh, over in Hong Kong, they've made a little change out in front of the train station. Oh, it's great. Yeah. Why don't you tell people what's going on? Oh, they transformed the Mickey floral into a floral Duffy display. Yeah, it's uh, it's really cool. Duffy bear, of course, being Mickey's teddy bear. Uh, and it really switches things up. And uh, yeah, it's it's pretty cool. It's also very well done. It's really bright and mm-hmm. it looks it looks puffy. Yeah, there's a lot of Duffy going on over in Hong Kong. They've also put in a new Duffy and Friends uh, playhouse area. And uh, uh, Morning Glory has her own little living room. She so. doesn't yet. This is concept art. Yes. Uh, uh, but they're, uh, Duffy and Friends uh, get their own Fans Day in March. Uh, Duffy and Friends, very big over in Asia. Yes. In Hong Kong Disneyland, you know, they're getting ready to open up a uh, Frozen Land. Yeah. And uh, they've revealed three new posters. They've got Frozen Ever After, uh, The World of Frozen, and Wandering Oaken Sliding Sleighs. Uh, Those are three new attractions that are coming to Disney uh, Tokyo. I'm sorry, Hong Kong Disneyland. Cool. Yeah. Uh, And they've also premiered, speaking of Duffy and Friends, Mm. they've also premiered a new Stella Lou Wonderful Wishes Ballet. Uh Uh, And that is a a dance show. It is the first ever collaboration between Hong Kong Disneyland and the Hong Kong Ballet. That's neat. So, uh, and then the last item from our international parks over in Shanghai, uh, they have debuted some Toy Story rooms uh, at their uh, Toy Story Hotel. And it, it's literally, uh, it, it looks like you're stepping into uh, a Space Ranger adventure. Sort of, like a drawn one. It looks like you're you're stepping into like the box mm-hmm. that was created for the toy. Very well done. Yeah, it's good. Heading over into entertainment news, Billy Magnuson has joined the live-action Lilo and Stitch remake. Uh, we don't know what his role is going to be, and we also don't know what Zach Galifianakis is going to uh uh, be in the new movie. We did mention the other day that uh, newcomer Maya Kealoha will portray will portray Lilo. So we have that to look forward to. Uh, in Disney Plus news, Wes Chatham and David Tennant have joined the Disney Plus Ahsoka Tano series, uh, which is coming in August of this year. And uh, Muppets Mayhem has gotten a, a trailer featuring Lil Nas X, Paula Abdul, Weird Al, and more guest stars. All right. Uh, so uh, going to be a lot of fun and frivolity going on uh, on May 10th when all of the streaming episodes are released. We've got one little bit of Universal-related entertainment news. Uh, we mentioned a couple days ago the rumor that there was going to be a uh, Harry Potter seven-season series on HBO Max. Uh, well, that is now confirmed. Uh, HBO Max has since changed their name to Max. That is their new streaming name. Uh, and uh, seven seasons have been confirmed. It's going to be a new cast, uh, but we get the same castle and the same John Williams theme song. Uh, and you're going to get to see a lot more uh, from the books that was left out of the movies. They are they they would never be changing like the castle after all they did at Universal. Right. You can't have to have yeah. a new castle or something. No. 
what else is going on over in Universal? Well, at Universal Studios, they have a new How to Train Your Dragon Toothless Light-Up Popcorn Bucket. That's right. Toothless the Dragon uh, now has his own light-up popcorn bucket. It's $29.99, uh, and it is uh, an all-black toothless with green eyes, and it looks like he also comes with a lanyard. Um, He's cute. It says, I don't know what it says. Oh, How to Train Your Dragon logo is on it. Uh, and the... Oh, I guess one of his pressing on one of his dragon spines opens up the popcorn section. Okay. So it's an interactive uh, popcorn. Very bucket. exciting. Yeah. They have started to take down the Mardi Gras themed booths at Universal Studios. That's right. The Mardi Gras celebration continues uh, for three more days through April 16th, uh, but the booths have unfortunately started coming down. I mean, it's not really very much celebration going on if there's. No food. No food, right. It's just, what, the parade, maybe? Yeah. I don't know. It just feels lame. Agreed. And our last story today comes from the Orlando Sentinel, which is reminding annual pass holders that beginning uh, uh, Tuesday, um, you're able to go into Hollywood Studios, Animal Kingdom, and Epcot after 2 p.m. without securing reservations. Okay. uh, Which is big. Uh, The same will hold true on Magic Kingdom, but not on Saturdays and Sundays. You still have to have reservations for those days. Uh, Blockout dates for passes still remain in effect. And uh, don't forget, coming pretty soon, annual passes back for sale. Yay. Maybe Cheryl will get one. No, I won't. All right. (laughs) Uh, Well, we hope everyone has a good weekend. We'll be back on Monday. And until then, I'm Tony. And I'm Cheryl. And you've been listening to the Disney Drive Time Podcast. (laughs) Oops. A little premature beeping.